satisfy you. All right, we love. It's the blockout. The blockout. One, two, one, two. Welcome back to the blockout podcast. I am ODM, one dope Mexican baby up in the building. We got my my homie, my my partner, my brother from another mother, Mr. MC Money Moons in the building. Hey, you can't see me today, but I'm over here in switches. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I I never, you know, addressed the fact that you're an MC, man. So not only is he, because you know what's crazy is that I didn't know that AD from No Jumper was a rapper, bro. Yeah, he is. He and, gets down. And we were just talking about, I was like, wow. And then I saw some of his videos. So yeah, go check out Money Moons. He, man, interview coming. But he, he he definitely got some slappers out there as well on YouTube. So make sure you, you, you know, you check them out, man. But today, though, we want to welcome everybody. First and foremost, if you could share this video already, send it to your homies, man, so they can, you know, peep it out. If not, just, uh, you know, they, they could check it out on, on, on the playback for sure. Um, as you know, we got a platform. We've been doing everything. We did season one, Lighter Shade of Brown. want to say gracias for everybody that tuned in and watched that as well. Hopefully we did it some justice. And now it's time to open up the floodgates, as I say, to, you know, uh, other people in the industry and different forms of industry as well. So actors, rappers, singers, influencers. Shit, we just had some only fan models. Oh! Shit, it was late last weekend, huh? Yeah, oh, my God, bro. Still hung over, bro, from last shit, weekend. Yeah, for real. When DJ gets a hold of you don <laughs> julio but today man um we're gonna vibe out man this these are one of my uh favorite interviews because i love interviewing rappers uh but this gentleman right here is not just a rapper he, you know he's also an actor he's a writer producer he does it all all like a bold manoodle man and i i got i got much respect for that uh somebody who can open up their game to other other types of uh fields in the industry i mean jack of all trades so to speak ladies and gentlemen coming straight out of redondo beach just give it up for we- uh, cuete yesca yes, what's up homie i appreciate that thank you very much dude what's up homie so we recently hooked up in i think utah we we just had a show out there right yeah talk yep. about it bro what were the vibes of uh, salt lake city man and it was cool it was cool that place was packed um i it was a, it was a good memory for me man just seeing seeing you guys rock it seeing uh Frost Rocket. As a matter of fact, Frost, he's killing those younger dudes too, by the way. Like, that dude goes out there and he manhandles that mic, dude. He just. Bro, we're talking about a dude that just had a triple bypass, too. Like, you know, no. he literally had his heart on a table. I know. <laughs> he was telling me, I was back like, man. Ride the story? And he's 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 out there, man. If you guys haven't caught a Frost show, you, you got to try to. If he comes to your town, you got to make it because that man still has it. He's never lost it. He's. He's a legend. I think it's to drive the passion that we all have in it. This is what we do. Aside from everything else, this is how I got in. Why I got into the game, right? Yeah, yeah. I was actually in the green room, and then I heard you. I heard uh, the music coming. I was like, oh, okay. So I peep out, started checking all the rappers, because um, I like to watch them all. I mean, because they're always you give me their their tapes. Can you check out my music? And I'm brutally honest all the time. I'll usually tell them like, you want me to tell you the do truth? Do you? You tell them straight up. I tell them the truth. Yeah, you want me to hear? The, you want to hear the truth? Yeah. You know, sometimes they take it. Sometimes they don't. I think that um, you got to watch your timing a little bit. Like, oh, well, people like it the way it is. Would you give it to me for that? Why'd you ask me then? (laughs) Yeah, but um, the ones that listen, I like to helping them. That's dope because I think, first and foremost, it it takes uh, a lot of courage, bro, to come up to you and ask for your opinion, especially someone who's been doing it for so long. Just to get to that point. Um, But, you know, all rappers got egos, man. They do. But um, the, the humble ones are the ones that I like to see succeed. Facts. Yeah. So we had a great time. We partied it up out there. Shout out to Salt Lake City, Utah for having us out there. Um, Shorty, what's up, homie? Shorty Advance. What up, Shorty? And then the car club. Come on, see. What's his. Uh, oh, man. 
Takeover. Uh, Thank you, bro. The Takeover. <laughs> Shorty. <laughs> Shorty. Shorty at the car club. No, the Takeover, man. Out there representing Utah. And uh, I, I love it when we go to those uh, those outskirts states. Or, you know, and that's not just Arizona, New Mexico. Like, we go to Utah or Idaho, and then this Rasa comes out, bro. Yeah, they do. And they it support. was... And you know, with that, you know, with liquor, it also comes fights, bro. Did you see all the fights? Was so, was I did. You fight, know what? Bro. This girl actually um, sent me the video, so I got it. I was like, damn. Oh shit, the fight! Yeah, they were like, oh, and I was like, fuck, they're getting it in, they're getting it in. And I'm like, bro, come on, we're we're all how old now? Like, you know what I'm saying? Know, right? Like, to still be doing that in the club, but I guess different strokes for different folks, man. Some people just can't handle the liquor. I don't know man, what I it try is. to avoid the drama. I don't. Yeah. I don't. I'm just not into the drama. I try to come do my job. Well, because especially now, right? Because, I mean, we're a lot older for that bullshit. Man, I can't get hit in the face, dog. I got movies. <laughs> I'm filming something next week. You know what I mean? I've told someone that before. Hey, we'll get down next week, dog, because I'm doing this movie next week. You can't Wait, if you well, land you had, a shot. You, you had mean? stitches or something when you were younger, right? Didn't I did. you? Uh, didn't, I, I saw somewhere where you got an option from the nurse. Like, oh, they the asked fuck? You. Did you know that? <laughs> yeah, that's Come true. On, and, that's true. And they gave you an option, and it was a, there was a reason why. And yep. You know, but I, did you get hit with something more? I think someone headbutted me, and I was I was little. I was like maybe nine. Yeah. And uh, someone headbutted me, and I had to get some stitches. And I remember I went to the school nurse, and she's like, "Well, you want uh, butterfly stitches or regular stitches?" I was like, "What's the difference?" She's like, "Well, if you're gonna be famous, you want butterfly stitches." I was like, well, "You better give me those then." Hell. <laughs> I, I I just knew that not the people that work nine to fives, and I would totally respect that. Right. Um, I just knew there was something bigger for me out there. Absolutely. I didn't know what it was. Um, but you don't think you'd be like a modern day Scarface if you had that? <laughs> but there's already a Scarface. We there's already one. There's already one. Actually, uh, I was walking out my pad not too long ago, and the the screen door, the metal door, banged me in my eye. Yeah, and it left a big cut right there, and I had to get like nine stitches on my eyebrow. And I remember I was bummed out. I was like, "That's gonna, gonna fuck my face up." Yeah. Um, you didn't have any rolls coming up, did you, or any? No, audition? I didn't. But I was bummed. I was bummed, but you can't even see it no more. That's a lot cool. of people were telling me, nah, girls like stitches. They like scars. And I was like, all right, let's roll with that then. <laughs> I mean, you, you seem like uh, right off top, like someone who really takes care of themselves, especially the, your face. I mean, being an yeah. actor, I guess it goes hand in hand, right? Yeah, for me, it's uh, always got to protect my face. Glasses from the sun, put lotion on. Because you never know, man. I, I might book something where I got to, even like my weight. I mean, I run every day, like four miles a day, mm -hmm. um, except the weekends. I'm out there every morning running. Um, I feel like I know all my neighbors, yeah. whether we speak or not. They yeah. all know me. Um, <laughs> and I try to stay right in the middle yeah. in case I got to gain weight, look older. I got to go this way. If I got to lose weight, look younger, I go that way. So I try to maintain the middle. Lou Diamond Phillips actually told me that um, uh, when I worked with him on Philly Brown and I kind of just held on to that, just stay right in the middle. I mean, stay right in the middle. Yeah, for sure, because you never know, man. I mean, teachers on me, I stress, I deal with eczema, bro. Like, it's crazy. I get these, like, rashes. You can't see them really on camera, but, I mean, it's the weather. It's just the dryness. The you really got to, you know, don't think you're too macho to, like, you know, buy products to take care. You're taking care of yourself. You can't take care of yourself. You can't take care of nothing else. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So 100, man. That's dope, bro. Um so let's 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 go down the list here, bro. So I was also you were younger and uh there was a famous cousin that you said that you wanted to be like. Man. And you were he was like on Soul Train and yep. and, and uh what was his name? Because that was think... Ski Car. Ski, Ski Car. Car. Okay. Um, for all the older dudes who watch Soul Train, you you would definitely know him. Um he was six five, he's half black, half Mexican. Um he's my cousin through my aunt. Okay. And, um 
he's the kind of guy when you when he walks in somewhere, he's not even not because he's arrogant, but he just his he demands attention. Right. If he walked into a basketball gym and there's a game playing and he walks through that door on the side, yeah, everyone's gonna look at him. You know, it's just. And that was your hero growing up, or not hero, but just my, my dad's my hero. Yeah, hey. my cousin, my dad's my hero. <laughs> But um, shout out to Pop. Yeah, rest in peace, Dad. So, um, you, go ahead. Yeah, my cousin though, um, he danced on Soul Train, man. He was he was in the movie. He was in the the, um, the video Do Me Baby, Poison. Devoe. Yeah, okay. And, um, high Rollers. He know everybody, man. He's in that video Bust a Move. Um, but we're talking about not background stuff like some major stuff where you're seeing him in it. What was he doing? Was he dancing? dancing. Okay, dancing. Yeah. He's six five. Stupid. Yeah, Soul so Train. Duh. He's a big dude, man, and. You put him in a video, he's way bigger than everyone else. So he stands out and he dresses and like he's all like white, that white boy, the one that's on black. Instagram right now. Dun, 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 dun. Oh he yeah, yeah I, saw that <laughs> <laughs> I saw that yesterday. I saw that yesterday, bro. It's continuously on my feed, bro. That shit's yeah. funny. Yeah, I mean, man. But those uh, were the days. That's what it was about. Yeah, he he started uh, on Soul Train. He was famous. Um, uh, he, he's more infamous because yeah. he was famous not for like a. a not like not a talent, but he was on TV, uh-huh. so people knew him. And he would come to my basketball games, my my brother's graduation, and people asking for autographs. And I was like, "That's my cousin." Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. my cousin. Like, how proud? I mean? Of course. Yeah, and I wanted to be just like him. I mean, I wanted to have that presence. Even before that, when the butterfly thing, I knew. But then he started popping up. I was like, then I started figuring out what I wanted to do. Yeah. Then he did uh, after Belba Devoe did the Poison album, he did the next album with him uh, called Hootie Mac. And he was on maybe three songs. He got a, a gold album for that. So it was a gold album. So he family. actually did sing? He rapped. He rapped. Okay. He rapped. But he didn't really pursue that career. He um, never dropped any bars with you? No. No. But, you know, when he started rapping, I was like, I could do that, too. I'm, I'm going to be a rapper, too. And you were how old at this point? Oh, man. I was probably... Like middle school, right? 12. High school? Yeah. Yeah. I was little. And um, How old were you when first you wrote your first rap? I was like about 12, 13. Around that time? Yeah, I remember, remember it too. I do. I Spit do. It, bro. I was Come like, on, bro. Spit Spit it. It, bro. <laughs> Dude, I was like, um, I'm as big as a tree, and you're as small as a flea. You can't get with me. You're just a sucker MC. You know what I mean? That was like the first thing I ever wrote. I'll never forget it. That Bars. sounds like that sounds like a '90s rap, '80s rap. You know what I mean? Bro. Yeah. No, for real, because I always spit. I always remember mine. I can't what's remember yours? my fucking phone number, huh? What's yours? Yeah, what's yours? Ah, uh, stew. My name is Rob. My age is 13. I'm so damn fresh. Just listen to me. I'll come to your party and rock your mic. I'll bust a rap that I know you like. I make the girls make a scream and shout. Cause when I'm on the mic, there is no doubt that I'm the fresh. Bro, I know all, oh, bro. <laughs> I know it all. And that was when I was doing the middle school dances, rapping there and shit. Dude, me and my boy, that's my beatboxer. Shout out to boxing. That's where the those were the humble beginnings. That, that's where yeah. we started, man. Like, what you know, what we're doing these. these that's days. where it all happened. And like I was telling you earlier, dog, that, like your instrumental was the first one I ever rapped to, like ever Sunday afternoon. Oh and shit! I, I remember I was in my car. My brother had a basketball practice, so I'd sit in the car and I'd write rhymes to that track. Then I ended up recording it later. You know, back in the day, they'd have a radio, um, press play, record. Right. Another radio put play. I made right. like, two albums like that, and when you do that. There's no fuck ups. You got to do the whole thing straight. Right, right. So they I don't did, know about it nowadays. Yeah, <laughs> I was on the floor rapping, just doing it, and I did a whole album like that. I remember my dad came in, and he was like, "What are you doing?" I was like, "I'm gonna be a famous rapper." He was like, "Man, you got better chance of getting struck by lightning." I said, "Well, you better give me a helmet, things. I'm gonna happen." Wow. And then before you knew it, 
I kept sticking. I've never, I never gave up. I mean, I never gave up. Yeah. And my dad became like my biggest fan, my biggest supporter. Dope. He was, you know, he believed in you after that. He did. He was giving my CDs to his friends and he was, he was so proud. It was, it was a cool moment. You think because, and I'm pretty sure it is one of the reasons why he just, it was like your son telling you I'm going to be a DJ. And and you try to tell that to an older dad, you know, father, like, well, first of all, like DJing, that's no job. You know, they used to tell you that back in the day. How you make money doing that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you think that was probably one of the, he just didn't have believe in it because he. Probably. It wasn't as big or, you know what I'm saying? There's residuals now. (laughs) Yeah. We're we're getting paid. (laughs) What did, um, how long ago did Pops pass, man? Like seven years ago. Okay. But, um. That was my hero, man. If it wasn't for him, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be here. I'd probably be. I'd probably be. You know, the old school term, dead or locked up in jail. Yeah. Cause you know what my pops did. Cause I'm from Redondo. Um, he would always have us in Torrance, which is the city over. Mm. So when we went home, we couldn't hang out with the homies. We had to go home to another city, mm. and he kept it like that all our years. So we really couldn't hang out much. Right. So whenever after school came, we got to get home. We can get home for chilling. So. He kept us in another city, so we weren't. So Redondo was crazier than Torrance, or Torrance wasn't as crazy as Redondo. Um, well, Redondo was where all my family's from, so that's where I would. So they kept get in the most shelter. trouble. Oh, I okay, I, mean, I got you, I got you. I yeah, got so you. my dad was smart. I didn't get it. Then I hated it at the time. I'm like, why can't we live in Redondo? Yeah, because I want to get in trouble. He kept us over here, so we really couldn't. I didn't have a car. What am I gonna do? Right. So I really couldn't hang out much. So did you did you home you know hang with the homies at Bang or did you ever yeah. put in work? You had yeah, people little... don't think that uh, they think Redondo's a you know beat city, but it's the yeah. first city to ever have three strikes. Is that it's right? The first city ever. It's actually the first city to ever have the gang injunction too. Out of all the hoods, Redondo's the first one to have the gang injunction. Interesting. Yeah, people don't know that. Crazy man. Mm-hmm. Redondo, and I don't think I've heard of any other, I mean, I could be wrong, but that's for you to educate me and our viewers. Like, anybody else come out of Redondo, like, doing it big? Um, you know, there's this girl right now who's a UFC champion. She's from Redondo, Carla Esparza. Carla Esparza, hey. UFC champion. Demi Moore went to Redondo for a while. Okay. Yeah. That's dope. That's dope. So you and Pops, you actually wrote a song about Pops, didn't you, called Holding On? I did. I did. Holding was, was On. That, um, and I a, had a theater on it. Before he passed away. Man. Yeah. And you used the sample Simply Red. And I, I know that because I was actually going to take that sample, bro. I wanted to use that so clutch like like years back, and I never did. And I listened to yours, and I was like, bro, he did that. He did that. He really it. did that shit for sure, man. Yeah, Salas on the beat. Was that uh, Dave, uh, David Salas? Yep. That's what's up. Shout out to David Salas, man. Yeah, I was reading one of your quotes here on Instagram. It says, uh, I guess your, your dad's birthday was, it was one of his birthdays uh, recently. He yeah. says, uh, I know I messed up a lot. I have learned the hard way, but I'm trying, and I hope you're proud of me. I love you, miss you with all my heart. Doesn't take a signature to make you my dad, you chicken shits. What does that mean? <laughs> man, man. Um, all right, well, because um. He's been my dad since I was about four years old. He's like my my step my stepdad. Okay, but he's the only dad I've ever had. Right. Like he's he's my last name. He's he's the he's the only man who ever cared about me to okay. really love us and and give us a good life. Mm. Um. So some some stuff had recently popped up. Sure. With my grandma and uh, her passing. Her passing. Um. His mom know. still in the picture or no? My grandma. His mom just passed away. Okay. So. No, but is your mom still? My mom's still with us. Yeah. Okay. I got some crazy stories about my mom, I'll tell you what. Go ahead. So the house the house is going to the, the kids. 
uh, my dad, and, but they're all passed away. My my uncle and my aunt passed. Oh, away. I think I know where this is going. So now it's going to the to the cousins, right? And you know, there's there's some family members in there Bro. who are like, "Well, you're not involved because you're not my real cousin, and I guess your pops never truly adopted you." So. They're kind of like, I feel like they're shitting on me. That's some bullshit. But it's not bro. even about the money. I don't care about the money. You throw the money that I would get in my bank account, I probably wouldn't notice it. Yeah. But it's just the fact that, you know, I'm your cousin when it's cool. Right. But now it involves money, kind of not your cousin no more. I'll change my so like, really quick. Yeah, I kind of took that. It was But you know hurtful. what? Nothing takes away the fact the relationship that you have with your dad, and that's all that matters, bro, Never. at the end of the day. Never. And it's not even like you need that money, but I it's don't. the principle, like you said. Yeah, if they gave it to me, I'd just probably say, I appreciate that, and I'll keep that. That's a fuck. Yeah, exactly. That's crazy, bro. And then for him to, because I know what it's like to be a stepdad. I'm a stepdad. You know, I have a 15-year-old, and um, but you know, I took her in as my own, bro. Like, you signed up for that. Yeah. If I marry my wife, then, you know, it comes with the whole package, you know. Yeah. 100%. You love, you, you love your wife, you love your kids, because they're part of her. What's your relationship with mom? My mom? Yeah. My mom's crazy, man. She's <laughs> It's hard to worry about my mom because she's been in probably worse situations than I've ever been in. Uh -huh. So it's hard to worry about She's from Redondo like too, right? She is. So it's like <laughs> my mom's probably done more time than I have, bro. You know what I mean? Oh, so is that right? Yeah, so it's like how do you worry about someone who's, you know, might be crazier than you? you know what I mean? <laughs> so, Boy, I brought you in this world. I take your ass out. 100. Yeah. But you know what? Um, One time I was taking my kids to school. My mom lives around the block from me. And uh, I remember driving by her pad. And her car was parked in the her car was parked in the spot where she's gonna get a ticket, and I remember I started calling her because my my sister is like roles have reversed, you know where and now my sister's kind of her mom, and you know they it's weird how that happens sometimes, yeah. you know what I mean? And um, be like that, yeah. I knew that uh, she was gonna get pissed if she got a ticket, so I started calling her to tell her move. You better move your car right now. You're gonna get a ticket and get in trouble. Huh. She didn't answer the phone. Dropped my kids off. I kept calling her all the way back, and something was telling me something's wrong. So I pulled up at the pad. And uh, I was calling her. I heard the phone ringing in the house, and I knew something was wrong. So I climbed to the window, and I caught her. I found her in there. She was like turning blue. Oh, she shit. was like breathing, <clears throat> and she was having a stroke. And I just caught her just in time. They told me ten more minutes, she'd have been dead. So I was like, man, I saved my mom. Wow, bro! In the nick of time, like and if she would have just parked her car in the right spot the night before, that'd have been it. I'd have just drove by like nothing. Hey, it wasn't her, wasn't her time, bro. It wasn't her time, yeah. bro. Yeah, I've said to a couple of people, actually, it's weird, man. If you ever want to, like, die near me, I'll save you. <laughs> 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 On some non-active shit, yeah. like the real deal, like I'll come save you. Yeah. But, uh... On screen, bro, let, let's... Well, before we go there, man, I, you also have a little daughter, right? I do. Dude, I got two daughters. It's, uh, two daughters? I do. Older daughter and, uh... Two girls, two boys. I, I was jumping on your IG, and I think one of them, uh, Mia, is that her name? Mia, my little one. She, I saw that you were, you know, she has a little little small business going on right yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, Mia's beauty shop. That's dope, yeah, dude. dude. You know what? She sold so much stuff that she ended up buying these little scooters. Yeah. She bought one for her and her brother. Yeah. And I was like, damn. The little electric cool. ones? Yeah. And um, it was cool. She spent her money on her and her brother so they could ride around the block. Independent. Yeah. Like, her and I have this amazing bond where I have this one wheel. I don't know if you've heard of a one wheel. But it's like one wheel in the middle, and then you, it's like teeter-totter. But it yeah, has yeah, a motor. Yeah. I've seen them. So I roll that around. I'm too just, old to ride those shits. Right. You ride yeah. those? <laughs> I do. I do. Because nowadays you care about your, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. We're too old, bro. I've got hurt on that thing before. But, yeah, um, I ride talking about messing your face up. I, I mean, know. that's a good way. <laughs> you better ride a helmet. That thing's come to a complete stop before and just threw me off. It's It could happen. Hey, it's fun, though. Yeah. I ain't going to lie. 
I get on skateboards and I try. Cause my son, he's six, and he tries to ride skateboards, and that's what he wants to do. But I'm like, let let, let daddy show you. But this his skateboard obviously is too small for me. Right. So that's I'm I'm just asking for it. So you know, but shit, man, I, that's what I love doing. I was love riding skateboards, and now I need to give me one of them electric things, man. Ride it over here with gas prices these <laughs> for days. real, huh? Little Vespa, remember little Vespas? <laughs> yeah, hell yeah, sco- yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, what did you say, boo? <laughs> and we were talking about one of those, weren't we? Yeah. Or the- where we can get the motorized bike? Yeah. <laughs> Where we can say people like, oh, is that ODM? <laughs> is that ODM? <laughs> On the 91 yeah, freeway, yeah. fool? I don't give a shit, fool. <laughs> I'm a penny pincher. I'm be like, hey, but I save money where I can. Yeah, me too. Me too. You got to, man, especially living in California, bro. I mean, shit. I mean, you live by the beach, too. That's got to be even. It's way more expensive. Wow. You're paying for that, that inch beach view you get. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's expensive. Crazy. It's where I'm from. What am I going to do? Plus, I'm in L.A., for acting, so I can't really can't venture out too far. That's cool. I mean, at least you ride around the block where everything's at, man. I I I've been out here all these years and thirty plus years, and I just that drive be fucking with me to L.A. man all the I time. I know. Um, but I appreciate you coming out here, man, because I, I I know that it, it is a drive, and you know I, I linked up with Quete, uh about a week ago, and he 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 you know. Confirmed to be on this right away, so I thank you for coming out, 100%, man. Man, you put me on Rasa Radio back in the day, man. I got nothing but love for Rasa you. Radio. Talk about it, bro. Man, that, Tell was, them. that was that was huge, man. That was huge for us. I remember uh, getting on there. I was like, "Fuck, this is my time. I'm gonna this is gonna bust me out." Like I was so excited, homie. Like, fuck, that was one of the platforms that was pushing pushing people out. You there know? you go. So we that started that out when I first got on radio, bro. That was like 2000, and um. Uh, maybe a little, uh, yeah, about a year after, because I think uh, all the fools that I was producing out of the Bachelor Pad, man, over here to the Brown Royal Kingpin shit, Mr. Capone and Shadow and all them, right. that was the goal. That was the plan right. to, to to provide a platform on it. So at first we started, we had this thumping Chicano rap hours with Thump Records. Right, right. Bill Rickers, uh, Bill, um, Bill Walker had started that out, and then we just continued it. We just switched it out to the Rasa Radio and. But yeah, bro, those were good times, and everybody was like, "Dude, what happened to that? What happened to that man?" But it's just politics involved yeah. with the radio stations. You know what I mean? The, the corporate wasn't ready to see us shine yet. You that know must what I mean? Hard. You probably had everyone hitting you up, hitting you on. And you can't tell them no. You feel bad. It's like, bro, I gotta, I gotta be honest with you, man. Like radio itself is just, a, it's another, it's another machine, man. It's you just, you got your hands tied at everything. And I remember, I'm coming in as an artist, right. so. Uh, trying to program my own show, I'm, I'm, you know, going from having freedom to do whatever the hell you want yeah. to being on a corporate level. It's like trying to explain that to somebody who really don't get number one Latino rap or Latinos in hip hop. It's it was just, uh, you know, it was one of those things, and it, it went away. And then I just started um, doing like Freestyle Fridays, and I, you know, just local rappers and whatnot. Any way I could do my part. Right, and right. if you know, you know, Inland Empire. I mean, you know, I put on for twenty plus years. So now you're doing it again. I mean, this is it, bro. Now this you're doing yeah. it again. Thanks for having me again. No, gracias. The blockout. But over back to you, bro. Um, so Quete Yesca, uh, you actually came to one of. Uh, we were talking. I remember distinctly. You came to one of my birthday parties, man. Yeah, I think yeah, it was yeah. twenty to my twenty third birthday party. We had strippers. We had we had everything <laughs> that day. That shit was. We we're talking about another podcast, man. I think slow threw a bottle over the fence and slow slow paint. We <laughs> slow paint's actually my cousin. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Oh, let's talk about that, man. Yeah. Through uh, uh, well, my aunt is married to to his uncle. All right, but it's always been much respect between him and I. Like he would throw my name in his songs as his primo, and I'm like, it's cool. You know, when I first met him, my 
my other cousin, um, Rudy, shout out, homie, was like, yeah, I couldn't meet Slow Pain. Um, so I remember I drove out there, and he had the Thump Record um, truck wrapped. And I was like, oh, shit, this fool, this one uh, Money Made was out. Yeah. I was like, man, that song was banging. Slow Pain was one of the OGs, dog. Yeah. That fool had it. Shout and, out uh, to Tony G, who produced that, Tony too, G. by the way, man. Legend right there. He yeah. doesn't get uh, credit enough. but uh, Hot facts. Slow was a character, bro. He was funny. He was smart. He knew how to make money. He knew how to rap. He knew how to write. He wrote for a lot of artists. Yeah. And his voice stood out. Yeah. Yeah, bro. Yeah, I remember I went out there to meet him, and uh, he was like, just keep doing what you're doing. Keep doing what you're doing. And I was like, shit, I'm not doing much. (laughs) I'm trying trying to get it going on. Then I hooked up with Wreck. Wreck was was crazy, man. He had the CD, and he had his cell phone on the back of that, on his phone, on the CD. Yeah. Hit me up. Like, he didn't give a fuck. I mean, he was he was a Suge Knight of the Chicano rap back in the day, dog. He was 6'2 with the bad attitude. You know what I mean? And, uh, Rest in peace, man. Yeah, right. I mean, that's my ambassador of Quan. I always say that. You know what I mean? It's, it's true. If it wasn't for him, I would have ate a lot more shit trying to come up. Yeah. Because when I I called him, and he was like, yeah, I rap too, man. I rap. He's like, you rap? I was like, yeah. He's like, let me hear you rap right now. And I was like, I was young and hungry. Yeah. And he was like, you know what? You're fucking dope. I'm gonna save your number. I'm doing a new record. A couple months, I'm gonna call you. Yeah. And he called me. Called you. He called me. Wreck was all about unity and 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 putting together, like you said, man. Uh, these artists, helping other artists, and you don't see that a lot, especially within the Latino community. And and he didn't give it. I mean, dude was from Chicago, but yeah, via you know now he moved to Cudahy, yep. and then you know and and he did what he did. But he was like a gentle bear, bro. I, he was. If you knew him. I hung out with him. Like he was always at the studio. Cool motherfucker, and he always cool. had your back, bro. He did. And he's a dude you always want around if some shit happens. Oh, you know shit. I mean? That happened like, too a couple times. <laughs> hey, bro, I got this show over here. Hey, Rec, I'm going to put you on just to put you <laughs> on because we got some haters out there. Let's go. I'm down. You right. Know. Yo, you feel so, safe with Rec around. The whole camp. And, and rest in peace with Slow Paid, too, bro. Yep. I mean, both those guys, good dudes right there for sure. So we don't want that to go unnoticed. Um, so who else have you worked with others besides Tierra? Anyway, Music-wise, I know you put put out a few singles. A lot of your music was put out what? You haven't done anything recent, right? I have a new album coming out on Valentine's Day. Oh, well, let's talk about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Called, yeah. Uh, uh, Always My Forever. It's, uh, you know, it's weird because I, I feel like I'm more known for the, the love stories at this point. I remember I was in this relationship, and um, every time something new happened to us, I would write this a song about it. You know, it was beginning to end story of, like, one relationship, right? Yeah. And I remember I had them all on a CD, and my homie heard it. He was like, this is dope. When you putting this out? I was like, shit, never, homie. Shit, I'm a gangster rapper, dog. I'm putting that weak-ass shit out. Yeah. He was like, bro, it's dope as fuck. I was like, nah, I'm putting that out, dog. Because I was doing my own shit, Cuete, Yesca, Sounds of Violence. So, so this Wicked is on Minds. some lovey-dovey shit. Yeah, yeah. And, um... Oh, okay, Mr. Uh, I Need Love. Hello, right, Cool J. Right. Hey, don't think I don't know about that either, homie. Look at him. <laughs> right. That was the Which one. I'm not clowning. Bro, I used to rap I Need Dude. Love to my high note on the land phone, homie, right. with the phone cord underneath the door in the hallway because it was from my mom's room, and I was rapping that shit all to, my, to my girlfriend in eighth grade, bro. It's weird because ever since I was little, I always liked the love songs more. Yeah. I'd always get the records and look for those songs because those are the ones I always just like more. Why and is that? Um, I don't know. It's crazy because my brother always tells me, you know, your outside don't match the inside, homie. I'm like, well, fuck. I'm just a cool ass motherfucker. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but females like like those. So I mean, you like those. You going with the females? Plus, yeah. I'm just, I'm just who I am. I mean, I like the music I like. Yeah. But I was doing this concert with um, NB Riders, Wicked Minds, and uh, I seen all the women going crazy for their songs, 
And I was like, I was staring. And I just kind of drifted off where I was by myself in the wall. And I just started watching them. And the girls were going crazy. And I was like, it's the songs. It's the songs. So right MC after that, Magic, you talk about somebody who hasn't broken formula, who doesn't need to. His formula yo, works, bro. Man. Shout out to Magic, bro, because... You're doing it like right. Magic said, it's going down like old titties. Like, you know I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I'll never forget that. But yeah, um, so after that, I put out the first love story album, and uh, which one I died was on it, and it just it just changed my whole direction of music. And everyone, I think it's dope to have versatility, bro. You got to. I mean, that just you know defines who you are as an MC. You're right. an artist. The term artist is a creator. Yeah. And if I can do a love song, turn around, look at Pac. Pac right. was talking about, you know, keep your head up, you know, yeah. dear mama. And then on the flip side, I wonder why he call you bitch. Yeah. Like, it's just, I think it's different scenarios that we we live through. And, you know, everybody's human, bro. We all experience that. Now all back to your, Valenti your Valentine's album. Talk yeah, that album that. right there, man, it's, uh, it's probably one of my favorites. Uh, Salas. Salas has produced uh, probably the last five, six albums I've done. So... It's with him again. He just knows me. Like, he'll always just work the boards the way I already want it. I don't even got to ask him at this point. He knows your flavor. He knows, he knows your it. style. And um, this album, it means a lot to me because it's, it's every song. You know, sometimes you, you make so many songs, I try to figure out how am I going to make a new song about something I haven't done yet, like a new topic or a new way to come at it. Especially, does, does age play a factor? Because for me, I know there's certain shit I can't rap about back then. Like anymore? Like anymore that I can now because it just won't be believable. Right. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah, Like I don't want to be that older fool trying to be young. <laughs> I, I just rap about facts, my life right. now. Yeah. When situations come up in my life, I'll... Um, it's very therapeutic for me to get it out of my system. Mm. Salas always tells me, I feel like I'm your producer, your uh, counselor. Sometimes I'm your, you know what I mean? And yeah. it, it's true. Because he's the one that's in the studio with right, you. I'm in there and I'm I'm always just free to do what I want to do. Do you write in the studio or do you have your shit um, already written? No, I'll come there prepared. Come. I come prepared. I like to be in my own vibe when I'm doing it. Um, do you write over beats or do you write without beats? I write to the beats. Okay. Yeah, Cause cause back sometimes then the melodies might not match. Mm. Well, to me, I feel. Yeah, I remember growing up, it was just we didn't have that luxury. I mean, like we do nowadays. I oh, mean, you could shit. download a YouTube video. I mean, yeah. we're talking like, you know, 80s, bro. And it was like I would write my raps. And then the producer, whoever it was, be like, oh, I got a beat for that. Or I got a beat oh, for that. Damn. And then they would throw me the beat. Nah, bro. We, I mean, I, I think that's what just what's make, made me a better freestyler to an I artist bet. just without having a beat. Yeah, I mean, I would rap over beats. After right. they were written, you know what I'm saying? The old and I still write on, I still write on paper too. Do you? Yeah, I don't do the phone thing. You don't do the phone thing. No, I see people doing it. I'm like, nah, I'm just, it's 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 my it's the way I do it. It's my formula. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'll get an audition, and even though I have a printer at the house, I'll send it to Staples and I'll go print it and come back because that's just the way I like to do it. You know what I mean? It oh, makes, you won't print it at the house? Nah, it's just the, since before I had that printer, I was all, I'd always go to Staples. So it's like. That's my routine. Yeah. And it's weird. You know what I mean? Yeah. But um, I just went to their day and the dude was like, I saw you on this, fool. They get excited sometimes when they see me in there because they know I'm an actor. Yeah, bro. And they'll come up. I seen you on this. I seen you on that. I'm like, oh, I appreciate it. How'd I do? Sometimes I don't see the shows. You know what I mean? Let's let's fast forward then, man. Now, now let's talk about your acting career. You're doing the music thing. You've done that and continuing to do it. Um. Well, since you brought up this fool, that's your latest right now. It's on Hulu. It's also featuring Franken Quiones, Creeper, Chris Estrada, Fabian Alomaro. And I, I watched a few of the episodes already, and I'm already... You see me? 
I didn't. I haven't seen you yet. Well, no, I, I saw two. one. I saw one. I saw one. I didn't see. No. Yeah. I was on second one. They're looking for someone to come. They have an old beef, and they're trying to go get the old homies to come back them up, and then they come to get me, and I have a. I'm having a back problem. My L4, my L5 are hurting, so I can't really fight. With you. I can't help you out. Right? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so it's it's funny though. Their writing is great. Chris and uh, their team, Pat Bishop, they're just. They're on to something special. I think it's funny, man, and it's good to see, you know, again, Latino actors and producers just spreading out to all these different platforms, digital platforms yeah. as well. It's a lot, you know, it's come a lot further since where we've yeah. started. I mean, latter shit, we're talking early 90s. I mean, we had the Latin Latino Music Awards and so on and so forth, and yeah, that yeah, shit yeah. was dope to be a part That's of. Right. But, bro, to, to know that where we were to where we are now I mean, let's talk about it, bro. I mean, you, you were down there with you were with us. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Back in the day, you know what I mean? Like, uh -huh. how have you seen it evolved as far as Latinos in this whole industry, music-wise? Yeah, well, yeah. it could be as no, just as a whole. I mean, let's just take acting since we're talking about um, acting. We got the show Mayans, so we got our own show now. We got this full. It's it's growing. Right. We got a lot of great people out there who are representing us. We got Gina Rodriguez out there. Um, I remember when I first met her when I did Philly Brown with Lou Diamond Phillips and. She was brand new to the world. Um, I remember I gave her a ride home, um, put her bike in my back seat, gave her a ride. Yeah. A couple years later, she's Gina Rodriguez. Mm. You now she's on Jane the Virgin, and she's yeah, growing that's up. right, she's that's right. Up. My wife watched that. Yeah, yeah. It I happens. Remember. I remember I was driving down. I saw on a billboard. I was like, "Holy shit!" I'm around the right people. You surround yourself with the right people. Um, it'll happen for you. Is it true? Is it just kind of like music, all or one viral video, one like? Just leading one. role that'll just set just, you up. You know up. what? It's just one audition could change your life. Shit. One audition. I just got to land one audition and change my life. Not to bring this name up, but when I think about that, Ryan Seacrest, bro. His story, Mr. American Idol, bro. I remember when I was uh, when I was working at Kiss FM in L.A., long story short, this fool was on his way out, literally, from the he was working at Star or something like that, 98.7. And he was walking out, and he was doing auditions at the time in L.A. because that's what you would For do. For an actor? Uh, yeah, for an oh, actor. I didn't even know that. And he landed the American Idol role. Holy and they shit. were about to fire. He went from being fired out that motherfucker to scoring that role in American Idol. We saw how big American Idol. To producing the Kardashians. To producing the Kardashians to Kiss FM, hiring them back. Hosting that New Year's Eve. Bro. I mean. So that goes with what you were Ryan's just saying. Ryan's fucking roses. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I love that shit. Love that show. I feel but, like he's going to get his ass kicked somewhere along the lines, dog, because he's fucking up a lot of relationships, bro. You is it? Yeah. <laughs> he, he better watch it. I mean, you know, I, I don't know if he rolls a security or not, but, <laughs> yeah, the Vato, you better watch what he's doing. That's tight. I didn't know you work with him. That's cool. Yeah, good dude. Good dude. Um, a lot of people on radio, man, and, you know, you, you got some real ones. You got some yeah. fake ones. You know how that is. You work yeah, in Hollywood. You're out there. You know, is it, is it true what they say? Like, yeah. Hell yeah. What was uh, Lou Diamond Phillips like to work with? You know, to, man, he was... <sighs> He's real cool. I mean, I, when I first walked in, we had a table read where, you know, before you guys start filming, you guys, all all the cast get together and you all sit around the table and you read the script. Yeah. So you all kind of have a vibe. You feel, what, you know, what's going on. And I walked in and Edward James almost was, you know, like right here. Lou Diamond Phillips was right here. And you never met either one of them? No, okay. not at this point. And there was a seat right in the middle. I remember I walked in, I was looking around and Lou was like, right here, right here, come here, come here, right here. And I went and sat down and I was thinking, and we were reading the, the, the script and I was thinking, and I could hear him going, sometimes when you go, da-da, do that. And I was thinking, holy shit. And it was like, Richie. And I was like, how the fuck did I end up right here? This is crazy. <laughs> I was between He's thinking of the other legends. lines from the other <laughs> yeah, movies. Was, I would probably do the same thing. Man, bro. I remember I, I walked to my car that day. I was thinking, damn, man, like I fucking actually did that. 
and it was the beginning of my acting career because from there I ended up uh, getting an agent from that movie. Yeah, and I just started booking a bunch of shit. I've been I've been blessed to book a lot of shit. Yeah, um, and not only book a lot of stuff, but a lot of shows that are on TV that are popular and big. And oh, bro, let's talk about it. Sons people. of Anarchy, Southland, Philly Brown, as you mentioned. You work with Sarah Silverman's Emmy-winning yeah. HBO comedy special, We yeah. Are Miracles, Tax Collector, yeah. with Shia LaBeouf Shout and Bonnell. Yeah, yeah, dude, I, you definitely, you know, you got some, you know, some hitters underneath your belt here. Yeah. Although I, I saw Barry Four on HBO, I'm not really a big. Uh, Have you seen it? Nah. Somebody it's a, it's to a watch? good show. I'm on it now. I'm, I'm filming it again. Now. I'm currently filming it, so I have a recurring role on that. So that's gonna push me forward. It got nominated for twelve Emmys. Yeah, I and saw even that. I'm not nominated for those Emmys. I'm on a show that is, so it's it's helping to push me forward. You know what I mean? What is your biggest goal now that you're acting? And I think I could probably answer that, but I want to hear from you. Um, like now that you're in the mix, you got you know, some, a taste of it. I'll tell you from like the beginning. At, at first, I just wanted to book a commercial. And then I finally booked one. Then I just want to get on a TV show. I got on one. Well, I want to get on a TV show and have a line. I did it. Well, I want to book a movie. I did it. I want to get on the movie and book a line. I did it. Um, I just want to be a recurring uh, on a on a TV show, and I've done it like a few times. Mm. Um, now I just want to get picked up for like a movie where maybe I'm the star of it. Yep. Or maybe get hooked up on a TV show where um, I'm not a recurring, but I'm a regular. Yeah, see me on it all the time. Right. So, I just I try to like crawl before I try to fly, and it's it's been working for me. At what point do you think you reach success? I feel like I reached it already. I'm pretty proud of myself already. Um, as far as music goes, you know, it's, it's my brother is a he doesn't support me like a lot, a lot, and like to my face. But I know he does because other people tell me, like, man, your brother has your back. He's always telling me all the stuff you've done. And my brother's, like, a tough guy, you know what I mean? So um, he, he keeps me humble. Mm. Um, he goes, yeah, hey, I met this dude, and I told him you're my brother, and he got all fucking excited. And he was like, dude, your brother's Cuete? Fuck. He fucking made it. He's one of the vatos that made it for us. He made it. Like, he made it. And I was thinking, damn, I did. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, for music, I, I gave it my all. I never stopped trying. And I... I'm, I feel pretty successful. I scored a hit. And I'm cool. You know, it's, I'm still doing music. I'll probably always do music because that's my passion. Yeah. And it helps me therapeutic, like I said. And uh, I'll always just be an OG B-boy where I'm just, that's what yeah. I like to do. Yeah. But I feel like acting, I'm on to the second half of my career. Um, that's such a blessing, bro, to have that opening. other part. Yeah. Yeah. And going back to your relative story, your brother, like that, I think I had shared a similar story too. You know it's real. Like when your inner, your media family are sold, even the ones that are like your, your dad was like, yeah. wasn't about it in the beginning. Right. Your brother, I'm sure he was like that at one point. Yeah. But but when just to be him to be somewhere in a random place and somebody comes up to him, okay, well shit, yeah, my my brother's doing it now. Yeah. That's that's yeah. humbling, bro. That's dope. Yeah, he keeps me he keeps me grounded and level headed. That's your bigger older brother. Older brother, yeah. How many years are you apart? Like. uh a year and 11 months. We look so much alike, dog. He looks like Little Rob because he got that fucking goat. You know what I mean? Okay, okay. He looks like Little Rob. And, um, yeah, we look so much like. I'll use his ID if I ever get, like, in trouble. Yeah. I Matter of fact, I think I went, I go to court for him, so he has a good job, right? <laughs> so if he can't miss his job, he'll send me to court for him. And yeah. I'll go there, and I'll be like, not guilty, and I'll just deal with it. Bro. I mean. I got an uncle yeah, who's seven years him. older, same thing. We look alike. And and I would use his uh, ID to get in the clubs though when I was a youngster, bro. That's dope. Believe it or not, it worked. I don't That's know what how. That's family's it for, man. 
Yeah, man, for fake IDs and just taking <laughs> one for the team, bro. <laughs> Hell yeah. So what would you say out of um, all the roles that you've played or movies that you've been in, which is your favorite? Or is there one? You know, I just, uh, they, say in, they say in Hollywood, if you can't get the roles you want, you got to create them yourself. And a lot of actors want to do that. And they talk about, I'm going to write this movie. I'm going to write this short film. I'm going to film it. But I actually done it. Mm. I've wrote my own films and I filmed them. Um, I have this movie called The Turnaround. It came out like maybe two years ago. I got Glenn Plummer to play my counselor, OG mm. Bobby Johnson. And that movie was about, uh, I'm like a mental health activist. I really, it's a big problem out there. And I put it out there publicly that, mm. I, that I've that i suffered from mental health and mm -hmm. sense of anxiety attacks, panic attacks, where I'll just, I feel like I can't breathe. And um, yeah, I'm not like, I don't, People come up to me too. They're like, "Hey, how do you how, how do you get rid of that? Like, are you cool?" They whisper it. And I'm like, "Don't whisper it, bro. It's, it's not a it's not a bad thing." You right. Know, I help them. I've helped a lot of people. Um, people call me all hours of the night. I don't feel good. And grown man crying. Mm. I'm like, first of all, you're not gonna die. You're gonna be good. It's just a bad moment in time. Just calm down. And I help whoever I can. Man, I'll give you my number if I think that I can help you. I mean, um, so that movie meant a lot to me. It was actually my first movie. And I was just telling someone the other day that. Uh, the first festival I did, I won the grand prize. Like it was, it was, it won the whole thing, and they gave me this piece of paper that said I was a grand prize winner, and I was hugging that thing all night, dog. Like it was fucking gold. Like, was was this the festival that you did with Lincoln Park's uh, Boy Son? No, or that was uh, that was the 420 Fest, but that that was a good dude too. Mm -hmm. Um, because his pops had. Sure. Yeah. So yeah, they were they were activists about it, and they came across my movie. They actually found my movie, um, and they loved it. They loved it. I'm actually turning it into a full feature, uh, probably the next beginning of next year. Because what you do is you make short films that maybe 10, 15 minutes. It could be 20. It could be eight. You put them in festivals, and you start winning awards, getting recognition. They start realizing, okay, this this dude has something is, over here. Is that where like the big scouts come out and they yeah, say they check you out? Yeah, yeah. So now everyone is hitting me up. Like, we want your movie in this festival. Come look for this festival. And I ended up making other ones. I made one with Eric Roberts. He's an Academy Award nominee. So to have these people on my own films is is it's a big accomplishment for me. So with that being said, Money Moons behind the switches, see, he has an idea for the uh, All Horny Boys podcast, <laughs> and he wants to turn that into a movie one day. <laughs> there you go, bro. It's possible. Hey, I went out and bought get, get all my Get 30 minutes of you. Go, get busy, yeah. bro. Go in ham. Go yeah. ham. Shit. I got all my own equipment, so nothing <laughs> could hold me back. We could just film it whenever. You got your own cameras and all that? I went and bought everything I needed, so I don't have to Shit. hire no one. I don't have to wait on no one. I just pick up and go. Damn. See, yeah. horny boys in the works. On the right. road, bro. Right. You can go to Paul Springs, <laughs> shoot it out there by the beachy umbrella uh, things right there, right there on the on oh, the hood. The, Not the like windmill I, things? Huh? The windmill things? Yeah, the windmill things, bro. <laughs> Get really electricity. Electric yeah. 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 See? Sick. You could do that, bro. You're younger, bro. <laughs> oh, man. You like never it. know. You never know what's going to happen. So, um,. So that's dope, bro. Yeah, I saw that, the turnaround. I saw the trailer and uh, realized it uh, afterwards that, that you actually went through that. And how, yeah. and everything's like, have you learned to grab a hold of it and, and grasp it? Does it ever come back, you know, as far as uh, the, you know, the depression, if that's what you experienced right. um, at that time? Yeah, there's a lot of different elements to it. I never really uh, suffered depression. Uh, it was more just uh, panic attacks. Mm -hmm. where I felt like I couldn't breathe and... Um, 
I felt like I was going to die. You know how someone tells you, oh, fuck, I almost got hit by I thought I was going to die. Yeah. It's an expression. But when I tell you, like, bro, I thought I was going to die. Like, it's it's real. Like, I thought I was going to die. You were, like, retracting. Yes. And uh, so to feel like that every single day, it was, like, eight months. I had it really bad. Um, I felt like I was going to die. I just wanted to fucking dome myself, bro. It was like I was, wow. I was existing. I wasn't even living. And uh, people were like, you got to get a counselor. I was like, what's talking going to do? How's that going to help me? How's talking to you going to help my body? You mean? Mm. And it got so bad towards the end, I was willing to try anything. So I went and got a counselor. Uh, Max, man, just, that dude became like my best friend. Mm. He was an older dude. And he used to tell me stories. He used to shoot for Cuvo magazine. <laughs> like, so he was he was a cool Mexican dude. You know what I mean? Wait, do I know that? Max Duno's. I know Cuvo magazine. He was a cool dude, man. Yeah. He he, he changed my he changed everything about my thinking. And um, after a couple of weeks with him, I was I was pretty much back to normal. Yeah. You know, he, he he would teach me you can't die from it. You know, just you gotta learn how to dance with it and move, you know what I mean? And all these different tricks and they worked. And I'm I, good. I got a lot better. But it is like a distant cousin because it comes and visits you every now and then. Yeah. Yeah, but not like before. That's dope, bro. Hey, you couldn't have said it even better. It's like a, a cousin that just comes every once in a while. You don't want to wow. see that cousin. Yeah. <laughs> but he, he's just there. You know, he's he there is. sometimes. I feel you, man. I mean, I went through some depression as well. And I just had a homie just like you did. And he just kind of brought me out of it, bro. And Except he, he took me to church. And, you know, right. I was going to go see a counselor. And he's like, ah, man, he's coming to church with me one day, bro. But depression is is is, is no joke, bro. Um you know, you just start thinking the worst, but I, I think it's it's how you come out of it. And for those that don't, I mean, obviously there's hotlines and, and stuff and yeah. you can get help. And we, you know, we, we suggest you get help J as DM well. DM me. I'll help you. This guy, I'll answer your you. phone at three o'clock in the morning, I'll man. I will. I'll help that's you. awesome. Yeah. So top five hip hop artists of all time, bro. Who, who's on man, your Man, that's uh, funny because I was just, someone asked me the other day. Yeah. Um. Uh, Ghetto Boys. Okay. That could count as one. Ghetto boy, um, all right. Then I'd say uh, Ice Cube, yeah. Eminem, yeah. Uh, I like Cool J. Hello, Cool J. Yeah, because when he came out, he was a monster. I'm bad, like he was. He was and then bad. he softened up a little bit. I will say he that did. he did with I Need Love, and then you know he was doing the Jalen Baby, like he was doing <laughs> I know. all the mainstream yeah. hits. He was making songs that made me feel uncomfortable listening to him. Yeah. Like, Paradise is very nice. Like, yeah. I don't want to hear that shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> he like, had girls that? moaning in yeah. the studio. Yeah. When he came out with I'm Bad, I was young and I wanted, I was like, dude, I want some of that. Even I mean, before radio. Radio. The first time. Radio. Yeah. He was My bad radio, dude. believe me, I like it from the Crush Groove days. Yeah, I mean, bad. Yeah, that was like the ultimate MC. And then, yeah, he dropped out in 11. He saw Lane, I'm assuming. Yeah. But uh, then cannabis came out later and said, "Hey, ninety nine percent of your your fans wear high heels." <laughs> but then LL came back and then and just just murdered cannabis. So anyway, beef, rap beefs. So those those are your five right there. Who's your top out of all of them though? Out of those five, Eminem, for 100%, 100%. sure, hundred percent, hundred percent. It's my favorite rapper, Eminem. Why is that? Because yeah. uh, he's his lyricist. Yeah. Can't really no no person. You wouldn't color, see him in a battle. Creed. No, I wish that fool would diss me. I'll be happy as fuck. <laughs> you know I mean? I'll print out the lyrics and frame it. I'll be like, fuck, hey, did. that's when you know you made it. When that fool disses you, you know what I mean? What do you think about the game going after Eminem recently? I mean, a lot of rap artists did, but Game just did a song, right? Game a Cloud Chaser, it. dog. I heard it. Is that I what it is? It. Yeah, he's falling it. off and he needs to diss people to stay relevant. I agree. That's what Straight it is? Up. I agree. Yeah. He's a long way from that, the first record. Yeah. That first record was 
fucked up. If he would have stayed on that for a minute. Yeah. He would have been the man still. But I agree. I love his first album. Yeah. And then after that, I you know I think I heard him on like a Little Wayne song, whatever he had. I think he sounds like whoever he's rapping with. Maybe yeah. that's just me. I think he had, he did a song with Tyler, Tyler the Creator back in the day. It was Man. like, and I you know I'm in radio at this time and I'm hearing all these records and they're they're working these singles and I'm like, like we really gonna play that? Like well, bring that West Side Story, bring that. Right. You know what I mean? Right. You know what I knew that he'd fallen off when he started coming out calling it Bompton. Because YG did. And I was like, dude, you had like four albums out. You didn't say that one time. You had a chance to do that then. You had the chance to own that word. And then he came after YG and started calling it bumped. And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah bro, you lost it. You he's, lost it. Homie. He's done some shit, though, man. Shout out to the game. I, I will say that. I mean, he's he made his hits. mark. He had hits, bro. And he was under Dre. Come on, man. Uh-huh. 50. Like, what are your thoughts on today's rappers, though? Like, today's rap, period. I mean, uh, I'm not even going to say Latinos. I'm just going to say as a whole. I just don't like that they don't really put. I don't feel that they put their heart in it. Very few do. Like J Cole, he's yeah. dope. Uh, Kendrick's dope. But <laughs> he's naming all my rappers that I that I listen to yeah. that I co-signed today yeah, because he just, gets it because they they uh, tell stories. Tell stories. They tell meaningful stories and their rhymes are. You can tell that they're working. You right. Know what I mean, these other dudes, I don't know what they're doing. I don't understand that. I can't vibe with it. And I have a like my younger son, uh, Anthony. He likes it. Yeah. He plays some songs with me that I like that are cool. Yeah. Um, but for the majority, I'm like, he's off beat right there. He's like, no, he's not. I'm like, he's off beat, dog. Like, he's off beat. No, he's not. He's not. He's not. He's not. And I'm like, oh, fuck. You know what, bro? Low key, like, I used to I used to think the same when I was producing a lot of rappers. I mean, I won't mention any names, but a lot of, chick- like, Latino rappers. Right. And those motherfuckers, were, a lot of them were off beat as hell, bro. Right. And I'm like... This ain't really for everybody, bro. Because you got to remember, at the end of the day, I'm still an artist. Yep. And I still got my pride. And, yep. and I still got, you know, my years that I've put in. And I'm here to help you. Right. Especially if you're in my session. You're not going to prolong my session because you're off B. I'm going to show you how to be on B. But something, some people, you just can't teach that. And But I will say this. Nowadays, bro, there's a lot of dope mexican rappers bro latino rappers man and shout out to them because i feel like they grew up they grew up in 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 listening to to, to the 90s rap cubes the the pox of the world there's some you out know, there there there's some really dope ones who are actually on beat yeah 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 that off beat just i'm like a God, <laughs> but the, that seems like that it's shit. a trend now it seems like that's the way that you know and i'm going that's like the new style of it yeah it, i don't get it I don't either, bro. There's a lot of shit. I think I the '90s rappers understand. killing the rappers today. Yeah, and they're so way more advanced now too. Yeah, the '90s rappers didn't have all that shit, and they're still killing them. Facts. Yeah, including the videos now. And I was me and Moons. We always have this conversation about these fucking two two and a half minute songs, bro. Yeah. You know, I'm always ranting and raving about that. Everything's just shorter now, too, bro. I feel like people have like a shorter attention span. So twelve like, bar verses. Yeah, the verses are like. Well, it goes like verse, hook, verse, hook. That's what I do, bro. Right. That's what I do. I just feel like. And I think it's because, like yeah. you said, the attention spans, not, especially on a visual. Right. You know, it's it's kind of like uh, the old days when you listen to radio, right, in your car, and you got yeah. six channels. If you put it on one channel, oh, man, I, I don't want to hear that song. I, oh, I've never heard of this song. Let me go to number two. Boom. Oh, there's a commercial on. Boom. Yeah. Three. I don't want to hear a commercial. Oh, this is a cool song. Ah, that's my shit right yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. Same shit. People just, you give them five seconds, 
And you better sell them in that five seconds. Got to. That's why I stick to K-Day. Play all the shit I like. Hello. Yeah. Shout out to CC Romeo. Yo. They, 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 they so dope. They holding it down over there, man. Hell I love yeah. K-Day as well. And, um, yeah, okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. Uh, sports teams. Uh, uh, baseball fan. Dodgers. Lakers. Um, I'm not really too much of a football fan. No shit. Yeah, a lot of people are like, you like the Raiders? I like them. <laughs> Why, fool? Because I'm not watching I got a fucking bald head. Yeah, <laughs> on a <yeah>. jersey. <laughs> you know, it's crazy because I always say football is a chick sport. And they're like, well, why? Really? Well, because it's a bunch of dudes in tight pants running around chasing a pig. Dang. I just don't get it. I just don't get it. I've never, I've never <laughs> been a football fan, man. I like UFC. Quetta just shitted on all the football pl- uh, fans yeah, out there, players, bro. <laughs> it's all good, bro. I ain't gonna lie, man. I, I, I've always watched it. Um, became a fan of the Rams. You like good, the Rams? Good seven years. Why you say it like that? They're Super like, Bowl Fifty Six. What are we talking about, man? They're like the Clippers, dog. Why is that? I just I don't know because they're like a B team to the Raiders. That's fucked up. They're like the Clippers. Damn. See, like the Clippers. See, you went there with that. Like when the Clippers were in the going for the title, I was rooting against them. Like, dude, you can't win. You're going to make L.A. look bad. You're going to fucking Clippers and with the champions here? Yeah. Fuck that. Wow. I don't want to live to see that shit. Wow. Dude. Lakers uh, are mean, nothing. Hey, so you're a Laker fan, right? Lakers. Kobe or LeBron? Fuck LeBron, dog. <laughs> it's fucking Kobe. Fuck LeBron, bro. Fuck yeah, that that's fool. that's right. Kobe all And day. it sucks because my middle name's James. I can't even get the jersey. I'm like, fuck, I can't wear that shit. Can't stand that. He fucker. said, oh, "Why no. do why do why does every every like oh, no. Lake L A fan hate <sighs> LeBron?" Like I feel that. like every New Age fan likes LeBron, but like all the old school fans are all Kobe. You know, Kobe. All yeah, the kind of makes like sense, LeBron. like with us and Jordan. It's like, yeah, exactly. I'm still liking Magic. You know what I mean, Magic, Cooper, Cooper Loop. You know what I mean, Magic had them hands. Magic man, no look passes, All Star team, Kareem mm-hmm. Abdul Jabbar, all that man. But LeBron, I'm just. Man, the dude came and won a championship. Why are you going to get mad? Know, he right? gave y'all a championship. I think we All gave right. him a championship. Ooh, okay. Honestly, we brought him in, huh? Yeah. He has two. He has a championship that's like legitimate. Like He went and won in Miami. That was a store-bought team. Okay. Count those. Oh, okay. I mean, he has That's two true. victories. I mean, you count that? He took like a pay cut, too, to go to Miami, huh? So he On could win? purpose. Yeah. Just like Kevin Durant did over to go there. To go to the uh, OKC, huh? Same but he shit. took a pay cut to go to win, win, and he did. Yeah. It was it was inevitable he was going to win with well, that team, though. Well, that foot don't need the money, dog. If you think about it. So you think he purpose went, to, like like you said, Hell to go yeah. to Miami to be the, on sure. the stack team? He knew yeah, he was going to win sure. there, yeah, for sure. It was like D-Wade. Uh, who was it? Dwight Howard? Yeah, there was a lot of... There's a, there's a squad. Yeah, even um, even Jordan was like back in the day. I was trying to beat those guys, not trying to join them. Yeah, Jordan. Yeah, but then LeBron went to the Cavs. Remember, he went back to his old team. And yeah, he yeah, yeah. He, yeah, he I'll felt bad. Or, yeah. I'll give him that. And then he went to the Lakers. And so he won. got one ring. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Hey, I, the man. He put up some numbers, just like Shaquille. When, what about when Shaq left the Lakers and then he went over to uh, what do you go? The Heat. Yeah. He, he yeah. did it though. He did he it too. He did it. He, he did won. It. He did it. Was it stacked? But then? he came. He came nah, back and he so. lost a shitload of weight. Yeah, he wasn't coming to L.A. like that. Mm. I think he had a point to prove against Kobe, so he got in the best shape, went out there, and he won. Yeah, that's true. You're right. He wanted to beat Kobe, huh? Yep. And he did, and he was he lost a shitload of weight, and he was oh, moving yeah. again. Well, fucking, did you hear about LeBron now? What he's trying to leave the Lakers. You know, he just signed the contract, and uh, he has the opportunity to buy the Suns, the Phoenix Suns. Buy. So he wants to go buy it, but the, I'm like hearing the reason why is because you know his son's about to go into the draft, 
Right. So if he's the owner of the Suns, he can draft his yeah, son. Draft his son, recruit his son. <laughs> I think he said he he wants to play. Yeah, so he one can year play with the son. Yeah. yeah. I think that's cool. That's cool. Yeah. I want to play with my son. You mean? Can you imagine? That's dope. That's, that's dope. just like fucking Space Jam, fool. Have you seen the movie? <laughs> I haven't seen. He it. plays against his son. <laughs> oh shit! The new Space Jam? Yeah, the one I didn't he's see in. It. You know why? Because LeBron's in it. <laughs> wow. All right. Now that we know Quete, yes, guys, a, a LeBron hater. It's all good now. It's what it is. I, respectfully, I'll take that. It is what it is. All right. So um, how hard is it, man, you think, for a Latino to excel right now, though, in, in this climate of uh, where, where we're at today's age of in the industry, you know, movie industry, let's say? Mm, I think it's hard because I don't. I'm not sure that they take us serious yet. People have, like, jumped in my DM. Oh, oh man, next thing I see for you at the radio, man, get into acting. I've heard that every now and then. Right. But it's like it, it never really crossed my mind. I, I think I went on a couple auditions when I was younger during the LSOB days, and I ended, uh, auditioned for Dangerous Minds. Oh, shit, really? Yeah, bro. That's dope. And they wanted me to play, like, you know, like straight gangster role. You Did know, you almost get it? Nah, bro. I think I, I, I suck, bro, because... Well, obviously, I didn't get it, right. and I didn't get a call back. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? I just think that not everybody can play every, everybody's, you know, can play, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. any any role. Is that true? If you're a one-trick pony, then nah, you can't do it. Because I try to play everything. Like, I'm on this TV show called Better Things, um, and I play an accountant where I don't have, like, cholo style. You know, I wear glasses and nice shirt and clothes, and right. so I switch it up. Yeah. You can't always. That's why I don't tattoo my neck or my head or my hands. You know, I want to. I wish I could. Yeah. But then I'm always going to be stuck in that box. I can't play nothing else. Do What, what are your thoughts on this cliche? I mean, the question probably gets asked a lot, but, I mean, it's, it is it is out there that the roles that are there for, for Mexicans with bald heads and, and they get they always say they get the same roles, meaning yeah. the gangster, the cholo. There's a lot of the there's a lot of actors out there who just are cool with playing those roles. Are though. cool with playing. Cool Ooh, with it. All right. You know? Right. No hashtag cholo on everything they do. Um, I personally don't do that because I don't want to be stuck like that. But if it makes sense, it's going to push my career forward, then, then I'm down to do it. That's dope. That means you're, you're very picky. You're very choosy to what you pick. So you just don't take any role no. like some people might. No, I can't do that. Because if it's a role, not just doing it for like money, it's not pushing me forward. It's not genuine. It's not really, it's too just, my true. heart won't be in it. There you go. There you go. Man, I'd love to play some comedy shit, man. Like being up there, man, with those fools, you know. Really? Uh, that, that'd be dope, man. It just so happens I'm writing a pilot, comedy pilot right now. Is that and right? I just got Frost in it. And Frost said, I'm down to do it. I said, if I write you in and it gets picked up, you down? He goes, that's what I want to do. Frost ain't funny. Damn. Frost, fool. you ain't funny. I can write him in. So <laughs> if I write this shit, it'll be funny. I mean, Frost be that dad that just fucking, he be that, uh, maybe that loga dad, bro. You see, me the loga, he was like, Man, he was like the the old the, the the dad that was like he you know whoop your ass man yep. for coming home late. But that's the first time you saw Trejo too. Did you know that? What's that? Uh, in that movie? Yeah, 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 yeah. It was at the park with lunch first time bro. You, ever seen him. you know we had a couple songs on that joint on that soundtrack. Did you, bro? We had a uh, two lovers. That's right. Hey DJ. That's right. That's right. That was with uh Frank V. Shot proper though. They were on there. Dude, uh, they're talking about doing a part too. They've been talking about it for years though. Yeah. See if they I need play, to. I play that for that. You would be perfect, bro. You'd be I'm, dope. That's a, that would probably be a legendary role. So I would do it. It's amazing how like those movies back then are just iconic. Yeah. These days, you can make a career off that and just go do car shows and you did one big oh, movie I know. and you could just. I do it with Sunday afternoon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
We'll always, as long as Arlen Bowe playing our shit, I always say, bro, hey, we'll be touring for life, man. That's dope. You know what I'm saying? But now, nah, let's talk about the comedy skit, man. I'm, I'm down with it. Can I get an audition? Yeah. I mean, I'll put you in, man. I'll put you in. It's I, funny because I want to use that song, Homies, in there. Yeah. yeah who owns that? <laughs> well, we can talk about it. We can talk about it. If we get it picked up, they got to pay whoever owns it. Yeah. We, we, we're definitely going through some... Uh, licensing and not licensing some, some masterish conversations right, right now right. who owns the masters and all that political sticky shit so yeah. but once we you know we iron that out yeah we'll, we'll, we'll be that's what go. i'm actually working on right now is uh is this pilot it's uh it's stressful yeah writing is, is hard work because you got to make sure it's funny um i wrote like a lot of it already yeah and then i i was talking to this script doctor which you take a, your script to him and he'll tell you it's in the wrong format. So I wrote movies before, and you could just pick up and go, but a script, you got to have a cold open, a A story, a B story, and there's, like, so much elements to it. You're like, you just can't have a bunch of funny shit for half an hour. You got to you got to have a storyline where you're, what you're trying to accomplish. There's got to be, like, a drama scene. Like, there's got to be, like, all that. Yeah, or? It's, it's, a lot of, it's a lot of work, man. So Are we talking a 30-minute, your your project? Um, these Yeah, 30-minute, but... If it's on like Hulu or Netflix or something like picture up, it's probably usually like 22, 23, 25. So it shouldn't be that hard to write. You would think, but. Bro, come on, man. Be like Ice Cube Brown Friday, huh? Yeah, yeah. bro. Come on, <laughs> yeah. man. There's a yeah. lot of those movies. Quete Yeska, the plug up in here, boy. <laughs> ODM on a, on a feature next to Damn. Quete Yeska and Frost. And Frost? <laughs> man. <laughs> I'm one of those dudes. Where I'm a go getter, man. If I set my mind to it, I'm gonna make it happen. Like I always say, um, someone asked me the other day, like, well, "What do you mean?" I was like, "Okay, well, when I bought my tour bus, I didn't have no money to buy it, and I was out driving around all these places looking for a tour bus to buy. Right, I don't like this one. And I found it. This yeah. one I'm gonna buy right here. Yeah, twenty five thousand. Okay, cool. Now I just go go get the money, and I didn't know I was gonna do it, but I knew I was gonna do it because I was out there looking for him, tell, talking to this guy. I'm gonna come back and buy it next week with yeah. no money, right? Right. And then I got the money. I got the money. I figured out how I got the money. You raised 25 racks. Yep. And then within like three months, selling CDs, touring, yeah. I paid everyone back. Yeah. Now I own this bus. So you got the, you still got the bus? Yeah, I got two of them. Two buses? Yeah, I ended up getting two of them. So I, if I want something, I put my mind to it. What you need two buses for, Quete? Just to give people jobs, man. So they're out there touring around, selling CDs. Man, listen to this, man. <laughs> There's homies who can't get work, so they're out there hustling. I'm a hustler. And they're hustlers, too. So and this, and this, both buses are wrapped. Yep, both wrapped, making money. So and you send your team to go sell your CDs. Right. Yep. Wow. And, uh, it's cool if you get a rapper on the bus. If they're trying to be rappers, then they work harder, trying to push their, promote their stuff, which is cool. Yeah, I got one I over here on the it. team. You know what I'm I saying? Right now, it. he he trying to put it. Well, he, he might stay. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. We ain't, ain't wrapped my bus yet. <laughs> he ain't slung a CD for me yet. I got to do music in order to sling shit, shit, dude. You ain't even got no CDs, fool. I know. I ain't got no. I ain't got no music out. Hey, do CDs still sell? Hell yeah. You know yeah. why? Because even if they don't have a CD player, it's something that they have right like then and there. Huh? Yeah. Matter of fact, my brother um, saw you at a hotel in uh, San Diego at one point uh -huh. with his lady, and um. It was the lot of shit of brown. We had, we had the the artwork on it, right? Mm. Um, you know what I'm talking about? Probably the first one, Brown and Proud. No, no, it was like later and later. Oh, uh, Lane in the Cut was our last one. I mean, yeah. yeah, yeah, Lane in the. No, if you could see inside me, you can see inside. Yeah, me. yeah. Fuck that album was hard, bro. That's some fucking. That's bro. And uh, my brother 
got it. This is before I was even really rapping. He got it signed. You signed it to him. My brother was like, hey, it's in her name. You know what I mean? Because I don't want to get it signed to you. I don't want to make you look stupid. And I, he was like, he didn't want... Uh, he didn't want to walk up and have another dude sign it for another dude. So he signed it to his lady. I, oh. still, I still have that CD. Is that right? Yup. Dude. I still have that CD. Hey, we did that at the Bachelor's Pad, bro, during the Brown Royal King Ping days. Damn. That was our last album. We had a... That was the last album you did? Yeah. And Too Deep on there. Was Frost, Major League on that one? Major League was on there. Bad Influences bad. with Shadow. Um, I was... Bro, if there's any in the time, and I'm sure you have a date too... If there is any point in your life where you knew that you were just fucking right in your ass. You were in your zone, bro. That that was it, bro. 97, 98, 99. Shit. And I was producing. My beats were on point. Everything was just, we, we you know, we had some good times, man. I ain't heard nothing from you in a while. So when I got that CD, I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. I was yeah. excited. When I when I got in the radio, that's when I took a break, man, and, and decided to do that whole thing. Put out a solo CD in 2002. I dropped a single called Closer. I remember that. Yeah, I got that too. You know, but other than that, just a couple features here and there. But who, know, who knows, man? This fool's always trying to get me back in the studio. Nah, so let's do an LSOB album, fool. Or at least an EP, a little something. Yeah, you D should do it. Since DTX, you know, passed away, it was yeah. just kind of like, well, you know, there's he's irreplaceable. Like, you know, and it was the fans that were feeding me on, like, dude, he would love to see you at least continue the name. The name's yeah. there. Why? I'm, you don't have to replace him. It, there's not, not going to be another DWTX. Yeah, yeah, we know that. There's no. He's irreplaceable. I don't think there's anyone else like him. Right, he was bro. a big man and little body. You got these stories about a wonderful me? way. And I was on tour with him at Gang and Signs, and I remember one time he came and was, "Hey, quick, go buy me a drink." I said, "The fuck." <laughs> What? But that was just how he was. He was a cool dude. Bobby like, was like, was you knew Bobby. You knew very Bobby. outspoken. Very. I mean, and uh, he probably didn't see it as disrespectful. You just said it. Hey, <laughs> go buy me a fucking drink. Like, I was his bitch or some shit. I was like, what the fuck, homie? That's deep. Like, I remember when I first met him, Rec took me to Royal Tees um, in Diego, and um, they had his basketball court inside, like, where his warehouse was. Yeah. And we played we played a game. It was me and Rec against Royal and him. And I remember I fucking slammed dunk on him. And after that, for some, I don't know why it meant a lot to me, but I, boom! And I was like, fuck, I made it. Like, I made it. <laughs> like, that meant a lot to me. I dunked to on DWTX. Dunk on, <laughs> on DWTX. And I thought, fuck, I'm a rapper now. <laughs> you know what I mean? It was weird how that accumulated in my brain like that, but I'll never forget it. He was a cool dude, man. Yeah, rest in peace, man, cool D. Dude. There's a whole season on it, man, the block out. You guys check it out, season one, um, The Birth of Lighter Shade of Brown. Yeah. But, um, shit, Guete, what else we need to talk about, bro? Because you, oh, what was it like working with Shia LaBeouf, man, and, and you know, the homie Conejo, the tax collector, bro? Conejo was cool. It was good to see him after all that time. I'd yeah. been in contact with him. He would call me every so often through the years. So yeah. We were always communicating. Um, I didn't really know, when I found out he got that role, I didn't really know him as an actor. So I wasn't sure, and I was already, I felt like I'm a seasoned actor at this point because I've done a lot of stuff, and this yeah. is his first thing. Um, so when we got to the table read, and he his part came up, I was like, holy shit. Bro, he this played that role. fucking killed it. Yeah. I was super I was super proud of you, bro. Cornell, you killed it, man. He, he, he was practicing, and I guess he, and I was in shock. Yeah, you do shows with him? Do it. Yeah, I was just with him, and after after I saw you, yeah, uh, last week we went to Utah, uh, Idaho. We had a show there, and he had a show our show was Friday. I went to Idaho on Saturday. He had a concert out there, so me and Fabian went out there to support the oh, show. Oh, Frost, Frost was on the bill too, right? Yeah, but Sunday was our show, our concert. Okay. But Saturday night we went out to his concert. Uh, he killed it. Man. Yeah. And you brought the tour buses out there too? No, I didn't. I didn't. Not but, that uh, show? No, nah, he was out there chilling though. Yeah? Like he had a good time. 
What do you ever go on your tour buses, or do you just I'll send have them team pick, out? I'll have them pick me up in the tour buses. That you know, when you're in the tour bus a lot, you you feel like you're missing out on life at home. You know, you're raising your kids through the your telephones. It's like being on that station, road, like feeling. Yeah, I was on the road for like eight months out of the time, like six, seven, eight months, and it was a lot, man. And it's, it's always the same thing, different story, another city, same right. conversations, the same thing. Um, um, which I love. I love all my fans. It just got to be. I would just miss home too much. I mean, I want to be there for my kids Your tender kids. years yes. and raise them right. I don't even smoke weed. I don't even drink. You know, I don't do none of that. Um, I'm too focused on my career, and I figure I don't want my kids growing up thinking that that's how their dad is. I mean, if I ever want to drink or smoke weed, it's going to be there when they're 18. I can do it then if I want to. But for me, I'm just too focused on my, my dreams and my career to have any distractions. Some people could do it, but uh, I can't make weed a, a weekend thing. Right, so right. I, I like it too much. I mean, so we, I could see Quetis sober, the name change or something. Quetis yeah. something else. Dropping people, the Yeska. Uh, yeah, people are always like, what? Well, you don't even smoke weed? <laughs> Shit, I can't do it, bro. I'm on the bigger things right now. You know I mean, I get it. You can't just change, change your name like that yeah. in the ninth inning. The shit's already branded. There it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So your kids, you know, how, what are their ages? Um, My younger kids are like 50. Man, he's about to be 16, huh? It's crazy. So next week, like 15 to how old? Or? To uh, 23. Okay. So yeah. Wow. Okay. They're yeah, like so back, almost back to back. Yeah, back to back. Um, and I've been there this whole time. Not like it's something to be proud of, but yeah, because um, you're supposed to be. But I've been there this whole time. Being their dad is my number one priority. It's all I care about. Hmm. Um, like like just last night, my son, I uh, picked him up from school, and he was like, hey, Pops, what are you doing tonight? I was like, um, nothing Why? He's like, this girl invited me to the beach. Can you take me? I was like, yeah, I'll take you. I'll take you. And I just dropped what I was doing to take him. And he met this girl at the beach that he had met on the internet. She was in town for one night. Yeah. And I took him to the beach. You got to hang out with her. And just... I think the fact that he asked you to take him says a lot. Yeah. Last... Most kids are like. Yeah. Uh, and like... I was thinking it was cool that he wasn't shy. He wasn't embarrassed. He wanted to go meet this girl. I was like, yeah, I'll take you. I don't know a lot of dads would have stopped what they were doing and then go to the beach and hang out, let him do his thing. Then they were talking for like two hours after, and I yeah. just sat there and let him do it. I was, I was proud Let him do what with him? <laughs> <laughs> That's my older son, man. That's my Hello. older son. Dude, my older son. Here's your condoms. Here's your money. Man. Buy something to drink. My, my tour bus was a fun spot for my older son, man. I'll tell you yeah. that. Yeah. Oh, shit. He learned, huh? Daddy's little fun bus, bro. You know what I mean? Wow. Yeah. Road life. That's awesome, man. That's good, man. I mean, you know, it, it makes me happy that you know, you're a proud dad, man, and you're there for your for, for your kids for sure. Because I, I know what that's like. Um, Moons and I were just talking about, believe it or not, going on the road as well, getting our own bus or something, you know, with oh, this yeah. podcast thing and just going, say, you know, doing the shows yeah. and then after hours hanging out and, you know, recording, just doing that. I don't know, about six or seven months on the road, I mean, maybe a couple of weeks, you know, and then come back because I definitely miss my children as well. Sure. Plus, I don't think wifey will let me, you know, right. go on you'll, that you'll long. come back and there's voices and be like, hello. <laughs> <laughs> like, where the fuck's my son at? <laughs> hello, what's up, dad? Where the fuck you been? Yeah. Um, so, on that note, uh, married? Ever been married? I'm not married. I've never been married. Never been married? Nah, never married. Do you want to? Um, eventually. Sure. Okay, if it happens. If it happens, yeah. But there's no rush. There's no rush. All right, bro. I'm cool. Because I know we're the same age or yeah. similar. Yeah, I'm doing just doing what I do. Okay. All Pursuing right. it. Who's Nene Smalls? <laughs> that's a that's a good question. Yeah, it's a good question. I haven't heard her name in a while. She's she was a like she's an Instagram 
girl who got famous off just her pictures and stuff like that. But you um, had her on a couple of songs. Uh, yeah, I had her in my videos. Um, she lived in Oklahoma at the time, so I ended up. Go- actually, I just happened to see her picture before I went there, um, just randomly. And then when I went to Oklahoma, she was there, and I remember I walked. She walked by, and I was like, "Nini," she was like, "What the?" I was like, "Oh shit, what's up?" Yeah, and we just became friends. You and did then, two songs with her. Uh, she don't really sing or rap, but I had her in two of my videos. So I flew her out to L.A., and then she did my videos. So she, the feature part was just her being in the just videos. Her being the videos. Okay, she's very pretty, bro. Very yeah, pretty. she had an entity where it was, it was helpful. Um, I noticed also you don't, you know, another song that I just like fell upon. You know, I forgot what it was called. It was it was pretty interesting though. It was um, uh, started with a B. Butterface. Butterface, yeah. bro. You got a song called Butterface, bro. <laughs> that shit was like on some like. You know, hilarious type <laughs> rap. Like, you know, it was just some funny ass shit, bro. Like, man. I think it was like out of your element from your other stuff. Yeah, she looked good, but her face. They're out there, man. They're out there. Oh, oh well, so I'm to deaf. speak upon it. Strobe light hole. Yeah, I have another song called <laughs> Fat Girls you probably like. Fat Girls? Yeah, that song is tight too. It's uh, kind of the same thing. Yeah. But um, they're out there, man. <laughs> they're out there. I come across them. That's dope. That's dope. You're on the road. You sure you see them? Oh, I see them all the time, bro. <laughs> we used to. Man, there's a lot of lyrics that I cut out back in the day. Trust me, bro. We won't even go there because I was like, I don't want to offend, you know, nobody. And that was early 90s, but then like 97, 98, 99 came around. What was we dropping? Say hello to Mrs. Mrs. Yeah, 3D <laughs> with little Blackie and all them. This fool got me to, uh, uh, I performed this song the other night. He was like, dude, do that 3D shit. You do it with little Blackie. And it was like, how the lyrics go? I'm like, it ain't nothing like fat pussy on my dick. <laughs> and then it was like, like DJ Quick started out. Yeah, yeah. If you come to the studio, bitch, you get dealt with real quick. And it was like all just like cochino shit, like <laughs> fucking DeGrago. I was like that. I, go, I guess I was back then, bro. Because you know, as artists, you go through these phases, bro. And, yeah. and it goes back to what we were saying. Like, however I'm living right now, that's what I'm going to write about. Right. And that was what I was going through. If right. you come to the studio, bitch, you get dealt with. Because I'm surrounded around a bunch of rappers. We partying. Right. We tossing back a few Bud Lights. We filling up. Yeah, we're recording. But you know what it was like, man, with yeah. those uh, studio sessions. Those are the best times. Bring your homegirls. Those are the best times. Man. Best times, man. We, we may or may not record some shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Facts, dude. I did this song. Never mind. I didn't want to get into it. <laughs> Guete Yesca in the building, man. Hey, brother, I want to thank you so much. I want to take too much of your time, but um, shout us out what you got coming up. I know you got the album coming out, the um, Valentine's Day album, right? Yeah. yeah. 2023, 20, I'm assuming. Yeah, Love Stories. You can also yeah, catch them right now on The Fool, uh, This Fool on Hulu. This Fool. Um, it's doing really good. Uh, proud to be on it. Grateful that they, funny. they cast me to be on that show. So make sure you guys check out This Fool on Hulu. Shout outs to Chris Estrada. Um, and I also just did my full, first full feature called The Trade. Um, it's a story about like my life story growing up. Um, and I, I, I've done like a lot of short films. Yeah. This is the first full feature I've done. So it was a major step up for me. Um, so I'm pretty proud of it. So that's going to be coming out. 2023? Yeah. Dope. And I'm working on that pilot. I'm going to get you one. Man, come on, bro. You hear that? You heard it first from Quete Yesca. It's already yeah. on tape. So if he tries uh-huh. to, like, you know, not answer his phone one day, you guys help me comfort this fool, right? <laughs> we'll go all the way to Redondo Beach for Hell that, yeah. man. Hell yeah. Once again, man, uh, thank you guys for watching the Blockout Podcast. Um, artists, artists, let's talk about it really quick. Moons, I know we were talking about this off air. We got a new feature that uh, we want to go ahead and discuss, and it's called Fire or Nah. All right. And uh, it's basically, 
usually involves new artists or up and coming artists or if you got some music out there you want to send it our way you can we'll drop the email in the description because at the end of the day it's all about using the platform to get your music heard do that with your boy ODM Money Moons we want to take a look at it take a listen if you got videos that's even better um, again uh the emails in the in the description down below. Hit us for that, and then we'll explain a little bit more on on the uh, response on how that thing goes down. And there'll be a trailer for it as well, a little teaser. Um, anything else, Moons? You want to wrap? Forgot, bro. I got you something. What you got? Oh shit! Oh, I got a t-shirt. Yes, guy. <laughs> yes, guy. Real yes, famous. That's dope, bro. That way you can wear my name without wearing my name. Yes, mean? sir. Yes, sir. We had a song called World Famous too, man, me yeah. and Bobby. So that's that's just. It's dope. funny because I make booty shorts to say my name on them, uh-huh. and uh, it's it's weird if you give them to your friends, girls, and shit. They're like, "Hey, bro, I'm, oh my god!" Hey, Moon, appreciate shit. that one, bro. <laughs> hey, what you a side low? Dude's like, "Don't be giving my girl my nah, shorts, my girl." Size small, fool. Uh, oh, that's dope, bro. Hell yeah! Shout out your merch. You got your store, your shop. Yeah, just hit me up on Instagram. I don't I have a or quit the yes dot com, uh, but Instagram. Hit me up on Instagram. Hell I got, yeah! Bro. I got all my merch on there. I'm rocking this on the next podcast, man. Right. Gracias, thank bro. Thank you for okay, coming brother. through, thank man. Thank you so much, brother. Hey, share this podcast once again. Please subscribe if you haven't had a chance to. Boom, boom, boom. Give it a big like, and I will catch you on the next one. Peace out. Blackout, boys.